Welcome to Board Game Hangover part number two. Yes, this effectively doubles the number of our episodes. Success, so next time we'll quadruple uh, it? Triple it. Triple them. As long as we keep counting the first one only, then we just, you know, multiply, multiply. Yeah, multiply. let's go. Yeah. Let's go. This was a super funny joke. You can laugh later. Just continue. Uh, <laughs> yes. So today we're going to look at uh, games we are hyped about. Yes, what we played recently. Right? Yeah, we're going to talk about game mechanisms that we have been enjoying. Top mm-hmm. five game mechanisms. Okay. I've been enjoying, actually. I didn't ask your opinion. Uh, okay. And I'm not going to. And <laughs> next, thing, next thing we're going to talk about, uh, board game rules and how we explain how, them. How, yeah, how we go on about explaining those games. And are we going to talk some about Shubapujibi? Um, what, what about? <laughs> about an epic game somebody recently played? That sounds fun, for sure. Okay, uh, well, let's just get going then. So many yeah. things to get through. Yeah. So, what did you play recently? I recently played Resist, a solo card game. That's like super recently. I played it like last evening before coming here. And it's a solo deck building game about a Spanish Civil War. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed it immensely. I don't know why. Okay, I know why. Here we go. I know. Okay, okay. First of all, it's deck building, but second of all, you're doing missions and you try. You can stop any time. And if you stop, you just check your score with the, like the table. If you had so many, it's a draw. If you have so many, it's a great victory, etc., etc. But like different from other games is if you don't stop and lose, you don't compare. You just outright lose. It's always such a weird choice. Like, do I stop? I mean, I'm not gonna get the best score, but I'm gonna get some score. Decisions upon decisions, and it takes 30 minutes to play. And quite easy to set up. I know my next top five that I will do in one of these podcasts, which will be the things that we enjoy in board games the most. Like top five things we enjoy in the board games. Little 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 twists. And I think one thing for sure will be choices. Yeah. Like these big choices. Should you stop? Or should yeah. you play on? Yeah, it's like should you play lock. this card or yeah. discard this card to get this thing? It's yeah. an amazing thing mm-hmm. to have in board games. So what choice did you make to play recently? <laughs> I made the choice to play ISS One Guard. Oh man. We actually got oh, uh, sent a review copy and we've been now to our second planet, I think. No, so just scratching the surface. S- just scratching the surface and still uh, kind of getting to know that game, but it feels so massive and big and uh, it does. just, uh, wow. For those who don't know, it's a huge exploration game in space where you have a great story, great app with like visuals. Whoa, 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 whoa. Leave something for the review because the review is coming up. True. Sometime soon. True. Soon. We need to play a lot more and then we can review it. Yeah. Uh, and it's coming soon. But so far, yeah, I'm hyped about it. Yeah, me too. I play with my kids and it's about complexity what my kids can handle. Mm. But they just like the story and the, and the narration in the app. Mm. Well, okay, I'm going to leave something for the review and I can tell but it here. But uh, We can reward our podcast listeners with... That's yeah, true. Uh, Preliminary review is if you can get your hands on ISS or get know someone who has it, you must play it. If yeah. you like story games, that is. Yeah, yeah. It's mostly uh, a yeah. story game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely, yeah. is less of it. And the one unique thing as well, the ship book, where you sleep cards. It's like cards a binder. In. It's like it's a, a binder, binder. Yeah, exactly. It's a binder, yeah. Where you put in a card that will upgrade as you go through missions. And it's just uh, this kind of management, which maybe is not good for some people. Mm. Yeah. But also... It's super interesting and different, so it's unique, and that's why I love that game so far. Let's see how it goes. Do you know why I like the ship management phase there? Um, Because it's very shippy. 
Is that were you implying a different word with that? And no, I know? just said something so okay. I could fill in the time. Uh, okay, but no, because it has choices. You, yeah. you. So there's many like decks you can go on to. You can go to engineering. You can go to like development. Yeah. You can go to training, like train new crew. Mm-hmm. But you can only do a couple of these things. Yeah, as you much as you have, the you like have to. Ah, do we need new tech? Maybe mm-hmm. we need more people. Ah, so many choices. But when the review is coming up, you're gonna find out more about it. Yeah, for sure. So those are the games we just recently played. Game begin. Is there any game you're particularly excited to play or just excited about beyond ISS, but probably something that's coming up? The ship game that uh, you uh, got from Essen. Oh, Feed the Kraken. Yes. Yeah, we got a review of Feed the Kraken. It's this huge mafia style of hidden roll game for 5 to 11 players. I read the rules and it sounds very unique so essentially you have a ship and there are three teams so there's the pirates that want to bring the ship to a certain place then there's uh crew members that want to bring the ship to another place and then there's the cultists who either want to bring a ship to the kraken or if the cultist gets fed to the kraken because at some point you have to throw someone overboard and feed the kraken hence the name of the game Mm -hmm. and if you feed the cultists to the kraken the cultists win Mm -hmm. and so yeah, so it's essentially a kind of type of mafia thing. When you vote, you're going to be do that, you're going to do that, and then they can oppose and things like that. But the most unique part so far I've found is there's a role where you uh, have to decide where the ship's going to go, like navigator. You have two options. You can go either that way or that way. Or, as a navigator, you can jump overboard to refuse to do these things. And you're ex- effectively out of the game because you're going to win the game even if you're eliminated, but if your team wins. That's so unique that... No, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to jump overboard. And then you die and you can't participate in the game anymore. I haven't played it yet, but it sounds really unique Mm. and and interesting. Another one uh, that comes to mind is Deal with the Devil. Yeah. Where it's essentially is a Euro game, but there's also secret roles where one of you plays the devil. One is a cultist and the rest of you are just, uh, just humans, humans their, but yeah. all of you build, uh, not a settlement, but a kingdom. So yep. whoever builds the big, best kingdom uh, kind of wins, but you can make the deal with the devil. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just the premise itself feels something unique and interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's also another one that I'm very interested in try out. I haven't, but let's see how it goes. So, do you want to talk about the last epic game I played? What's the last epic game you played? Virgin Queen. Mm. One of the players, we discussed it and we, it, we said it's been years in the making. So mm-hmm. for those who don't know, Virgin Queen is a sequel to this big war game called Here I Stand. And for those who don't know, Here I Stand is the big huge <laughs> war game about the Protestants, about uh, Martin Luther, who put the 95 Thesis on the wall of the church. There were a lot of things wrong at that time with Catholicism and he kind of protested that hence Protestants, and you play one of the big powers of that time, England, France, uh, Spain, aka Habsburgs, uh, Ottomans. Already feel like history lesson. <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> anyway, and it's very diplomatic, and uh, there are many things going on, so it's a card-driven game. So how that works is, on your turn, you have to play a card for its event or use its points for actions. And you can use those actions to convert spaces politically, to move your uh, armies, to sail your ships, to start battles, to sponsor scientists, and and so on and so forth. So there's like a ton of things you can do. And why I like it so much, there's a lot of diplomacy. Mm-hmm. It's a huge experience, like an epic experience, because uh, there's so many things happening. And, and that diplomacy phase... Two powers walk out, and then they come back, and then one of them says, I'm just going to give two cards to this power. And you're like, 
Why? And with go out, you mean like, that yeah, two, two, two people stand up from the table, yeah. quietly leave the room, yeah. does some deal, come back, and yeah. then suddenly just exchange cards. Yeah. Nobody knows why. And you're like, that, like that simple premise gets me hyped. That's yeah. that seems like, yeah, okay, that's cool. I don't know if it's twelve hours worth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's, cool. It might be not longer than ten. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's it's an epic game, right? It is an epic game. Everyone who likes history, this is your Twilight Imperium. Mm. That's how epic I feel it is. And uh, to be honest, if you haven't played neither, I'd suggest doing Here I Stand. It's a bit cleaner, less mm. of the stuff. And st- I think I even like it a little bit better than Virgin Queen. But sure. uh, I like both a lot. And Because uh, you didn't win Virgin Queen, right? <sighs> anyway, and I like both. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I was so close. Okay. Like two die rolls away. It's one of the most complex games on Board Game Week, I think, by the rating. Super epic experience if you mm-hmm. like history. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah, hopefully it's less than eight years until I play it next time. Probably not. You don't know. I Shut don't. up. I know. I'm going to play it next year. Nope, you're not. Or the year after that. Want to bet? Definitely. Oh, let's go. Let's go. How long do you think it's going to take for me to play the next game? Uh, you said eight years. <laughs> I said hopefully. <laughs> so you're saying eight years. No, no, no. Okay, let's do. You said in a year? I said in a year. Okay, so can I clarify? Yeah. So either Here I Stand or Virgin Queen. Okay, mm. They're both equally epic, but yeah. one of those two. So you need to play it in next year. Until next November. Until next November. So November 2023, if you haven't played uh, one of those games. All right, I can uh, post something in your Facebook feed. Okay, fair enough. And if I do play, yeah. then we're going to do a ranking of war games list. <laughs> you know how much work yeah. that is for me? We're going to get there. We have a whole God year to play at least nine more war games. <laughs> because we yeah. have one down, Shores of Tripoli, nine more to go. Let's do this. Deal. Excellent. What's the next topic we're talking about? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Till next November 2023. Yeah. Let's do it. Our audience are the judges that you have to rem- remind us. Yeah, I just need to teach you nine more war games until uh, next November. Not going to happen. <laughs> How are we going to do the ranking then? <laughs> exactly, we're not. Top five mechanisms oh. for us, okay. for me, and you too. Because if I say so, so, then it's true. <laughs> Sorry for you too. Wait, so are we going to each? No. Are we going to rank them like we rank in our videos? No. no. My word is truth uh, in these top five. So <sighs> I'm going to name mechanisms. Okay. And you can accept them or not, but you have to. Okay. And I have a small trivia for you, okay? Okay. So I will name these mechanisms. Okay. And you will have to guess a game where all of these mechanisms are involved. Easy game, let's go. Well, well name what? it. You said easy game, name it. No, no just give me the mechanism. Okay. Number five is push or lock. Anytime you can kind of risk with something, feels really fun. Yep. That gets your blood flowing. Okay. Already guessed the game? No. Okay. What do you think about push or lock? I do like Push Your Luck. I, I agree really with like five? the feel. Yeah. Well, I don't know what else is there, but uh, sure. It okay. would make top five, I guess, for me as well. The audience as well, let us know uh, at what point did That's you That's the only the mechanism there? No, you said no, I'm going to mention mechanisms? Yeah, That's yeah, the only yeah, mechanism? but maybe they are smarter than you. They probably are. So <sighs> Wait, no, 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 then I need to think them. about it. Uh, it's probably something small. Push. First thing that comes to my mind is Old Sworn. No. But you wouldn't know? No. Okay, next one, area control, number four. Oh, man. Because I really think that area control is something that automatically just gives us tons of interaction in the games. We're directly competing with one another, of which course, is really, yeah. really fun. Can you name a game with both of these things? Push your lock in area control. 
Wait, so we're still at number five? Or you're no, just this keep is the fourth one. I'm oh, going to give you all, t all five, and you have to name me a game with ah, all of these five I see. mechanisms. And so it ups as we go. So now we need pusher lock and, and area control game. Can you hear the crickets? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the audience <laughs> can for sure. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. number three, worker placement. I okay. think one of the most popular mechanisms in board games right now is just so simple. And it's simple to teach, to do, it's always fun to do, because whenever you take a, uh, a worker and play somewhere, you get yeah. something, it's always just fun. And Dwellings actually gave really cool thing where you can take them back. Yeah, which and, is then, and then you can do things while taking them back. Yeah, Dwellings yeah. is a great worker placement game. Yeah, so all of these three mechanisms, push our luck, area control, worker placement. Would you say Dune has push our luck? <laughs> no. <laughs> you mean with entry cards? Yeah, but it's not really no, for sure. No. Wait, okay. So there is a game that has all these three yeah. mechanisms? Yeah. Ready for the second one? Yeah. Second mechanism, deck building. I was going to say, if deck building is not here, this list is null, avoided, <laughs> out of the no. window. No, deck building is really fun. Makes you feel that this is unique. This is your game that you made and you, you are playing and it's interactive. So always fun. And also deck building can just not be cards. It can also be uh, showed in different ways, like dice you use and other things. Did I mention Dune already? You mentioned, no. Because <laughs> it fits. Yeah. Except so, you up. agree? Deck building second? Yes. Well, I wonder what first deck building I think is my all-time favorite. But okay. let's see what your first Number is. one thing okay. which I really, really like the mechanism okay. is drafting. Really? Drafting. More than deck building? Yes. A lot of times they go hand in hand. But just the thing that you have, for example, four cards, you have to take one and that means the rest of them will go to another person. This choice always feels so, so good. I, I want to give you examples, but at the same time, I'm going to spoil you the answer. Okay. But uh, do you know the game? No, I don't, but I'm going to give a quick comment about this choice you said. Yeah. Uh, we recently got a review copy of a game called Great Split. Yep. And it's essentially that, except instead of just drafting cards, you have a hand of cards, and you have to divide them in two halves and give to your players to your right and left. Mm, so nice. you decide what they're going to choose from and get. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like drafting, but not really. So, yeah. But it still kind of has that. Uh, yeah. Wow, I don't so, think there is such a game. So one game in particular, maybe there's more, but one thing that one game I am okay. thinking about has all of these five mechanisms. Uh, and which one is it? Pusher Luck is totally throwing me off. <laughs> Might be. Is it Lord of Hells? Because you asked me about Lord of Hells recently. <laughs> no. Uh, wait. Deck building and Pusher Luck. It, so, Pusher Luck, Area Control, Worker Placement, Deck Building and Drafting Game. Terraforming Mars? No. Damn it. So close. Terraforming Mars, the card game? No. Damn it. So close. Terraforming Mars, the dice game? Mm, maybe. <laughs> okay, I, no, so I haven't played it. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think I... Yeah, go ahead. Wonderland's War. Wait a minute. There's Pusher Luck, obviously. Oh, damn, yeah. Area Control. Shoot, yes. yes. Worker Placement. There's no deck building. Ah, you There is pool deck building. building. Ah. Pool building is also a deck building way. That's why I specifically said deck building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderland's cards War, yes. And drafting. And I think that's why it's such a good game. It has all of these five things. Right. It just. Are you trying to convince me right now that we should chip in and buy the Kickstarter? Yes, that is right actually, now. right now is Kickstarter. It's such a good game. Ah, uh, but please, it's, please, I'm on my knees. It's not really, but it's so expensive. It is. It is, but it's so we good. We can buy like two or three different games with that money. That is true. Um, yeah, did you right. guess it? Did you not guess it? Uh, anyways, no, these I are didn't. the top five we just things. Figured it out. We're not talking, talking to, to? No. <laughs> to our audience, mate. Uh, for audience. Those three people listening. 
Hello. No way. I think it's four at this time. Woo. Nice. Your mom. No, I'm kidding. Thanks to all who is watching. Yeah. I mean, sure. listening. Yeah. So, yeah. Top five. Any comments? Yes. I wouldn't put uh, drafting that high. Drafting? Well, no. deck building would be number one for me. Is dice rolling a mechanism? Because <laughs> I do like me dice. Sure. Yeah. I like to roll dice. Well, that's kind of the reason I didn't ask your opinion. Uh -huh, so, nice, nice. moving on. Okay, next time I'm gonna do a top five. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's you, my segment. You, you figure out. What do you own. mean? It's your segment. It's my. All segment. of these are your segments. Moving on. Fine. <laughs> anyway, let me know what type of top five would you like to hear, listeners? And yeah. uh, it will be my segment. Then no, that'll no, be no. my area control, and I'm gonna push my luck <laughs> if I'm still on this podcast afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to teach games, isn't it? Not a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, not really. No, uh, no, teaching is fun. Just the people on the other end sometimes are not listening. So, how do you teach games? What do you do? What's your favorite things to do? What's your favorite things not to do? Please, let's not try to use violence. If you hit somebody while teaching <laughs> game, don't tell anybody. We don't need to know. Yeah. But go on. We basically have a list on our set as well where we film our videos, yeah. how we explain the rules, and we generally I go through those almost same steps when I'm teaching games. The first thing I do is I always make sure that I know the lore for okay. the game. Yeah. And that's the first thing I explain to people. Okay. Who are we? As well as try to hype them up. Yeah. Even if you play a silly game like Carcassonne where there is no theme, it's still fun to figure out that, hey, we're this family who want to farm here and yeah, do yeah. stuff. And it just makes them a bit more interested in this. As well as it's so much easier to explain some mechanisms and things if there are these comparisons to yeah, like, real yeah. life mm -hmm. because of theme. So I first agree. of all, hype them up. Okay, mm -hmm. so they will be much more interested in, in listening. Especially if they're non-gamers. The thematic part is very important. But I always start with a disclaimer where I say, hello and welcome to me teaching you this game where I am probably going to mess a rule or two up. So prepare yourself for that and don't go, oh, I didn't know this rule because I didn't know it as well. And the second part is I always say, this is a training game. It's just our first game. It's kind of like tutorial. Let's not try to win all out wars. Doesn't matter. Just. It's a learning game, unless it's a Virgin Queen that takes 10 hours and I'm probably not gonna play for eight years, then it's all out war. But other than that, especially non-gamers, let's just chill, learn the game, it's okay to mess up a rule or two, it's okay to take back your turns and things yeah. like that. Just to kind of relax them, that it's not a world championship. Yeah, Nobody sure. cares who's gonna win, uh, except I care that I'm gonna win. <laughs> we are playing these games to have a good time. Of course. And this really makes sure that the people playing also has have good time because i think the ones who usually are scared to play games or yeah. don't listen to the rules are the people who uh, just are you know don't want to kind of fail yeah yeah but definitely. you can't fail playing board games just just try your best i guess when i'm playing with people who play for the first time i try to guide them through the turns mm -hmm. and maybe if i see that they're not, not doing something optimally i explain what i would do differently yeah i don't go like <laughs> sucker now I'm yeah. gonna win. This yeah. is your last chance. Some board game rules as well. Now at the end, kind of give you tips how to play. Yeah. I remember that Reckoning has that. Mm -hmm. uh, how to play, and also if you have played a game uh, like multiple times and then have a rookie there, it's really cool to just kind of. Hey, really cool thing is to do this or yeah, to con yeah, and concentrate on these things uh, at the first, so you don't get lost. It's also give, giving tips is cool. Mm -hmm. um, Another thing is, it's very important, a lot of people like kind of forget about it, but tell how you can win this game. <laughs> because I, I've been listening to some rules and like, 
I have no clue why are we playing this. Like, what what are we? What are our aims? And that's all, also a thing that, yeah. like, the third thing you need to mention after uh, all the things we previously t- said. Yeah. So how you win? That's the next thing. And uh, what else? Yeah, just a quick overview, I guess. Just a quick brief, like a trailer of the gameplay. In this game, you're going to collect resources, place workers, and push your luck. After that, we kind of just jump into more specific things, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, um, yeah, how you do this, how your turn looks. It's better, I think, to explain the rules from that person's perspective. So you can say, okay, when your turn comes, these are the simple things you can do. Let's be honest, in board games, mostly it's like, these are the three things you can do. Usually it's like, place your worker here, or play this card, or discard this card. That's about uh, it. And actually, I've started a recent, especially in more complex games, just skip some parts and not tell about yeah. those. I'm like, there's going to be part, what happens when you do this, but we're going to do that when you do this. Yeah. And that kind of goes together with that. This is a learning game. Yeah is just to learn the game. Yeah. Also, I've noticed that you can lead by example. If you're gonna be super competitive from the get-go, yeah. you yourself, who knows the game, yeah. that puts like pressure and stresses out everybody else. True, true, true. If you're like this casual helping everyone out, then everyone's like, yeah, you know, let's just chill. Yeah, yeah. but if you're like, oh, okay, my turn, okay, my yeah. turn, my turn, come on, quick, 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 my turn, ha, 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 I take away half of your stuff, suck it. I think a really good example for uh, this uh, telling rules a bit later is Nemesis. Yeah. Where if you explain the rules for the first time to everybody, everything is going to be a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> but it's really good to, as you explore a new room, you explain the rules. Yeah. So anything that they don't need to know on their like first turns, don't tell that. Yeah, it doesn't matter exactly. really. Yeah. And also, uh, and that's how I've seen a lot of, for other players, Dominion killed, is uh, if somebody's playing for the first time, narrate your turns. Mm. Like you go, okay, so I'm going to play this card to get two actions. Yeah. And then I'm going to play this card that lets me draw three cards. And since I played to have, to have two actions, I have one action left. So that means I can play another action card. Mm-hmm. Not go like, do, 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 I draw three cards, do, 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 buy province down, your turn. And, he, yeah. and the person goes like, you're definitely cheating. How did that happen? <laughs> yeah. What happened? How did you? Exactly. We actually had, um, quite recently, we played Ark Noah two nights in a row. Wow. And the first night we played, I just quickly did my turn, quickly got my resources. And it always looks sketchy because you play like three <laughs> yeah. cards but get a million resources back. Yeah, and it does. That, get this and get this and get this. And uh, I didn't enjoy it as much actually. And next time, both of us uh, did uh, explain everything that we did. And it's much more interesting to follow along it is, to yeah. the other turn as well. So just uh, gives a feeling of discussion and playing together. Do you like reading rule books? It depends on the rule book. And... Uh, I used to more, but now when we have so many games, not really. <laughs> Let's face it, the biggest challenge to playing games, sure, is money sometimes and sometimes time. But if you have both, then it's the rule book. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. always, you're like, oh, so excited to get, I don't know, I don't get Spirit Island, for example, to the table. Mm. And then you open this huge rule book and you go like, oh, maybe not tonight. And then maybe not next night. And it's just... Uh, I mean, Bitoko is the best example where game is just amazing, colorful. And I want to really play it again, but I realize I don't remember everything. All right, that's it. Maybe there are specific things you'd like to know. What we like, what we don't like, what we play. Just, just anything. We have an email address. Boardgamehangover at gmail.com. We do? Yes. And we are waiting for your questions that we can uh, do a quick I, Q&A. I kind of expected more like a uh, dramatic comeback from you and you just continue rambling on. Yeah. So I feel like a fool now. But you are, so it's... Oh, okay. Yeah. Then it's fine. Yeah. Then continue.
So send in questions that we can use for in our uh, podcast as well as shelfie. Shelfie is still a thing we do on our channel. So if you want us to check your shelfie as well as have some recommendations, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, also, yeah, send in any questions. Like, for example, why Yanis doesn't play Overwatch 2 competitively at this moment right now. Or, Dr. for example, why Yanis uh, uh, is sleep deprived for a while. Answers to both of those questions might be the same answer, right? It is, it is the same answer, but let's leave a cliffhanger here.